0: of 90s kind of world this Woo-hoo. is going to be a, a wrap up episode um, where we explore our 90s kind of world so with the previous episodes we've been um, exploring other themes but in this case we would like to give you a little insight into us mm-hmm. so
1: okay. my name
0: is Nyx in case you've forgotten and this is Lids, your girl Liz. and yeah before we get
1: into it make sure you follow our socials so we're on instagram at 90s kind of world all one word and on twitter at 90s kind of world underscore as well
0: yep so i can see the following is um improving the so following's fa- growing isn't it, it? Is. it's growing yeah. quite so proud thanks to everyone who has subscribed and listened to the episodes mm-hmm. thus far uh, we have more content coming up for you in time to come mm-hmm. so let's how how have things been with you I mean
1: they've been they've been up and down they've been up and down I've been going through some um yeah personal family stuff um so it's been quite a hard few weeks um so yeah it hasn't been it hasn't been easy but I've been trying to just kind of keep myself busy um and just kind of keep some perspective really you know um but yeah, I think the podcast really helps because it's nice to just kind of launch into, into something creative and something that that you care about, or something that you're passionate about. So that this has definitely been helping. But it's, it has been a, a difficult few weeks. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not going to get into that too tough. And maybe maybe as as the episode goes on, I might shed a bit more light, depending on how the conversation goes. But um, yeah, it hasn't been easy. But all you can do is try. Essentially, isn't it? Yes,
0: exactly all you can do is try how about you have you been so um you know I think recently I've been been quite good actually mm. um better than I've been in the past um mm. uh, so um recently I've been well I've loved the UK scene for a while anyway but I'm always looking up for um up-and-coming talent mm. and the other day I was scrolling through my I believe it was my Instagram, actually. Mm. And I saw um, a clip of this artist called Shebo. Mm. I remember Shebo from two thousand and eleven slash twelve times mm. when she was in a crew with Sneakbo, mm. um, and they did a. I think it was a Touch a Button remix and whole different things. So back mm-hmm. then she was probably about thirteen, fourteen. I wasn't really taking that seriously back then. Yeah, you know, I just thought it was young kids trying the thing but anyway the first song I heard of hers in recent times is this song called Bonjour Sava. okay so it's like a what is it like a grime track or no it's like um, a tr- um, drill okay so a lot of female artists recently have been trying this drill thing and truth be told a lot of them I'm, I've not really felt it Like I can, I can hear there's something mm. there but it's not quite it but when I heard her track, I was like, okay, right, she's improved. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to keep an eye out for her. Mm-hmm. Now, t- today, she's dropped another track mm-hmm. called Done Though," right? Okay. So this isn't a drill song. It's more, song quite a hip-hop beat. Mm-hmm. Now, I can, I never thought I'd say it, but I'm actually a fan of her. And I'm just loving okay. the fact that, yeah, just seeing someone improve. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. someone who was out about seven years ago yeah. took a break has come back and has yeah. really improved their craft and yeah you know i'm always going to be an advocate for the uk scene mm. um over the u.s scene and it, i guess it's just from growing up mm-hmm. like from garage days as soon yeah. as i heard garage and yeah. read on this i loved it yeah so what about you how do yeah. you feel towards present yeah. scene versus nah,
1: past um i'm very much a fan of the uk music scene um specifically like the uk kind of soul and r&b scene um i'm not huge on like grime now Hmm. like i was like when i was a teenager but i absolutely appreciate the genre and just what what it says about about being black british essentially um but i guess in terms of like my music taste now it's definitely kind of changed as I've gotten older I was always kind of into like R&B and soul um right. as a young one but I was definitely more on like grime and garage um like when I was um was a teen so um yeah I used to listen to obviously So Solid um you know DEE used to listen to a lot of grime like growing up but now every now and then i'll you know get into get into a little bit of grime so for example kano obviously dropped his album recently and that's i will always love kano so Mm. that's something that i'll always be here for but i don't really follow the scene the grime scene that much now um but it definitely did a lot for me as a teenager i think so solid specifically right growing up because i when so solid came came out i was just like this is uh, this is amazing like this is actually amazing like just Uh, just the sheer amount of blackness and young black people a whole group of them that were from the ends you know just take just like commanding that space um in the industry was just so amazing to see Mm. um and like when they dropped 21 seconds obviously that was trailblazing and that just kind of changed the whole scene didn't it um and I think that's probably one of the first songs that I learned from like start to finish and knew all of the words you know the ones when we used to print out the lyrics.
0: Yeah, yeah. Really
1: <laughs> so get that. the get the yeah. lyrics from um from um online, yeah. and I literally learned every word to that um to that song. Um, so yeah, I could definitely like my my kind of taste in music has, yeah, it's changed from that time, but I completely um just appreciate what Grime and Garage has done for the UK scene and just how it's really kind of influenced and impacted um young artists of of the time now.
0: Yeah, I mean for me there was a period in time where similar to you mm. um grew up on so solid um mystique oh th- yes those type of artists and yeah i yeah, even yeah. remember one time this is relating to so solid um i had a friend and for his 11th birthday he um rented out a limo no, we stop went around it. london this is very old <laughs> 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 this is very old school and then how many limo things yeah, yeah. And then, like, um in the in the limo, we were like, if anyone asks, we're going to save a part of so solid crew. Because, mm. you know, we we're just gassed. Because, like you said, like, a group of black mm-hmm. people, they're from the ends, South London specifically. Mm. Mm. I'm a South Londoner, so are you. Um And yeah, it was just, it was great. I just liked the whole grittiness. Yeah, it was amazing. Of what they portrayed. It was amazing.
1: And, you know, I recently, I don't know if you listened to the Reggie Yates podcast no but reggie yates he recently had ashley walters on his podcast it was an amazing episode just kind of um ashley was very very open um and vulnerable not just Mm. about his kind of journey with his career but about his family and how things were when he was growing up it's an amazing episode and it's just it was really good to kind of just see him kind of open up and he's a very very likable guy but he spoke a lot about that's the time when he was um in so solid and just how things happened really quickly um so it's like they rose to the top well not not really quickly because obviously there was they were they were underground for a while and they were just like on kind of pirate radio yeah. um and there was times where obviously um, when they're on pirate radio that those kind of stations could only be played in like like you could only get them in south london so north londoners would have to like get the tapes to listen to so solid and stuff like that it was that kind of time in it yeah, so yeah, their kind yeah. their come up was very it was very grassroots and i think that kind of grounded him as well um but it's like once they kind of rose to fame they had their kind of time on top but the kind of the media kind of used them um, as a scapegoat for the whole kind of gun crime and knife crime that was happening at the time and then the fall from grace happened for um so solids and that's when you started to see a lot of them like going to prison and things like that so mm-hmm. um he spoke a lot about that um and it was really it was really yeah nice to just hear him kind of open up and just be quite vulnerable um speaking um, quite honestly about that time um because I think kind of us looking in was just like yes so solid it was an amazing time which it was you know they had done they did so much for the UK scene but for them it was a hard time actually Mm. when they were in it and kind of how how they were portrayed by like the media by the papers and stuff like that it was a difficult time for them so it was nice to kind of see that the perspective like coming from him so you should definitely listen to the episode it's a really good episode
0: I mean I've seen other interviews with um Because uh, Harvey also has a podcast mm. And uh, he had Ashley on there And they were talking about their times in yeah. So Solid As well um, There's some another podcast That Ashley Waters has been on But I think in at the time When he was in So Solid He was also one of the youngest mm. And I think as you've uh, mentioned There was this whole link to The gun crime mm. epidemic Yeah And I guess like Because um, it was gun crime, crime back then Yeah who um for example some of the drill artists who are still in the streets Mm. for some of the members of so solid it was a similar thing as Mm -hmm. well um but then i guess not for all of them because Mm. people like romeo and um harvey Mm. harvey mentioned that he was doing football and then he came into so solid Mm. and i think Similar thing for Romeo, they were always the pretty boys mm. of the group, and I don't think they were that involved in that side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas people like Mega Man, Ashley D, yeah, Ashley yeah, D, yeah. Ashley D, mm-hmm. um, they kind of had that link. And even if they didn't want to be in it, it was just that whole class culture, you know, you're, you're yeah, one yeah, crew, yeah. we're this crew, and we don't like you. Yeah. It, similar with Dizzy Rascal when mm-hmm. he got stabbed in Iron yeah and that was linked back to Wiley and I think even Lisa Matthew yeah. somehow was involved in that yeah. as well
1: yeah
0: yeah. so I think now there there's a little bit more um, community mm-hmm. in the scene whereas I think back then when it was just starting out because it was really hard as a UK artist especially with a new genre like garage and grime mm-hmm. to break through there was a lot of animosity and maybe mm. that is why um sometimes you've had those clashes as Mm -hmm. well yeah um recently though there was actually a 21 seconds remix was there yeah it was um for the red bull clash okay okay um so toddler t and i can't remember the name of the producer i think his name was something like djq Mm. had um mega man who else was in the studio lisa Mafia romeo Mm. and then they had some new artists on there so they had uh miss banks Mm. they had double double um e double e i feel like i said his name wrong that's it (laughs) um and who else was on it was that it i think that was it okay um and they remixed the beat it wasn't Mm. actually that bad i don't know if they were um officially release it though but the link is on YouTube.
1: Okay, I might check yeah. that out. I might check that out. Yeah, twenty one seconds. That was a, that was a moment in time, man. Yeah. That was a moment in time. Best verse.
0: Mm. What's your best verse from twenty one seconds? Best verse. It's not by because it was in terms of lyrics the best it was Romeo's verse for me. Okay. Yeah, I obviously that's the one it. that everyone
1: got gassed on. It was yeah, a nice yeah. way to kind of wrap up the wrap up the track. But for me,
0: oh. But Mega Man's verse as well. Just the, I think it was really yeah. nice way to bring it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know, what? I feel like all
1: of the all, all of the verses went hard. Mm. Um, what's his face? Was it face? They say it was face, isn't it?
0: Yeah, the one, the one who said someone chat shit in her. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was that was a sick verse, and also yeah. Scat D's verse because he yeah, came yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he came after face, is it? Yeah. How did Scat D's verse go again?
0: Scat D, oh, no. let me see.
1: I gotta oh, run it
0: through he my head still. so I can get to Scat D. He's not the one that said you don't know. So sorry we are players
1: in the game. I said if I see you, you getting paid. Wanna please set your mind free? Cause I got a key. Turn the microphone on my pain. Can you feel me? Dreams so that up change, I know where they are. Uh, oh, Twenty-one seconds, the more better. It? I, you don't know. Oh, you, you don't know. So, so the crew we run the show. And if you don't know, please let me know. Please <laughs> let me know. Scat D, don't stitch. All right, all right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, do you, remember, do you remember I used to MC back in the day? I do remember. That isn't... An- I feel that like is, a lot is, of South
0: m- London kids That is my that, 90s you know? kind
1: of world. I actually used to write bars and spit bars.
0: I did a hip-hop opera in primary school. Last I feel up. like a lot of South London kids, for some reason... I was actual MC. End up... Yeah, like, you just end up doing that t- yeah. That man. Sort of stuff. Do you know what? I would have
1: loved to actually... Because I just used to, like, write lyrics. Mm. You should write lyrics and write, write 16s. Yeah. But I never recorded any of them. I wish that I could have gone, like, studio... <laughs> I actually actually laid down some bars Because oh, yeah. I was actually quite good hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I had um, My godmother introduced me To one producer one time mm. When I was still producing back uh, when I, did, I started at like 15 On three loops Stopped mm, Stopped being consistent Around 18 mm. um, Then afterwards I don't know Just other things yeah i remember you used to produce we should have collaborated more bruv
1: because
0: i had the bars you had the you had the beats yeah bars and beats (laughs) um it's never too late though is it no i did actually give my um beats up to a couple of people actually Mm. um and before i um got into uni someone in that was like you can be part of our crew but i Mm. had a degree to do (laughs) <laughs> like Stop. yeah someone would not like, have time be for part be part of our crew but i not, not have time for clear yeah basically because it was we like it was a street book. crew like <laughs> it wasn't like a music crew i could yeah, tell yeah. just looking at their page yeah. this was like yeah but I, mean? I guess
1: this brings us quite nicely onto because i know one of the things we wanted to discuss was obviously kind of thinking back to how yeah how things were when we were like mm. teenagers when we were young and the the kind of things that we used to do for fun yeah and any regrets we have in like not continuing that yeah so obviously I've just kind of spoken about the fact that man used to write bars and that in it and I never actually continued mm. and took it seriously and I was always very very creative like when it came to like performing arts and stuff so I used to sing I could dance as well could act but i just feel like that was never encouraged it's just book it's just Mm. book that was encouraged well i don't know how you feel about that but i i definitely have regrets around that and not and not not taking any of those kind of talents seriously
0: like i think my parents tried to encourage the musical side but they weren't going as hard for it as they were the academic side for me so um and i I think that i think
1: that's a that's a Caribbean thing a lot of the time, yeah. but I thought it's an old school Caribbean thing. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Study your book.
0: Yeah, like they that I'll give my cred- my parents some credit in the sense that they didn't completely dismiss it, mm. uh, but it, it yeah, it just wasn't their priority. It wasn't the, yeah, it yeah. wasn't their priority. I think
1: that's quite similar for for my parents as yeah. well. Um, but it's i've always found a way to claw myself back to creativity do you know what i yeah. mean even though I've, i was i was a all-rounder in a sense that i was academic but then i was i had talents like in the creative side of things um but even like when it came to like my a levels and the degree that i did it was all very academic but i always kind of made sure i held on to my creativity and did that on the side like there was no getting away from that yeah but sometimes i just wish that i centered that a little bit more than my acad than my academia
0: yeah i almost I mean? um did music technology as an a level at mm. least i was considering it yeah um but then i thought about the degree i actually wanted to do and was like ah oh, it, like, it doesn't yeah. really go hand in hand yeah and i think if i had chosen it, i don't really think my parents would have stopped me mm. um i guess what music technology as no because the thing with my parents and my um, education is uh there was always a little bit of a gap Mm -hmm. in terms of they knew they wanted me to get good grades but in terms of the subjects I chose they didn't they wouldn't say do this or do that Mm -hmm. I would just kind of tell them this is what I want to do yeah and they went along with it so if I'd said to them I want to do music technology they might say well why do you want to do that but they They wouldn't have stopped me it still would have been an was it an A level or a B tech can't remember which one, mm. but they, I don't think they would have. But mm. in the end, I didn't do it because, um, in the, I guess in a sense, I'd been brainwashed to kind of go down a very academic path. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to take that risk. I
1: hear you. I think that's the same for me because
0: yeah.
1: I actually wanted to do... I wanted to do film studies as an A-level. Mm. Um, and then I wanted to actually do media arts yeah. at Royal Holloway as my degree. Okay. Um, which was it's okay yeah it's got some elements of of academia but it was very much hands-on so I would have been like you know in the editing room and stuff and like learning to produce and things like that um that's that's what that's what I wanted to do but I feel like I had I felt like I just had to do something more academic so I just didn't pursue it yeah um but in terms of like editing and like filmmaking and stuff those are all skills that I still that I still taught myself like I didn't yeah, obviously same. didn't study it but yeah. I just taught myself how to do it so I know mm-hmm. that I've always had that kind of in me um and I know that that's kind of how I want to be making my my money I feel like I'm a, I'm a storyteller mm-hmm. I can tell a story in any kind of any kind of way whether that's through writing whether that's through putting like photos and images together um whether that's through like editing sound and things like that I feel like I'm, I'm very very talented when it comes to storytelling in different forms so I always found my way back always clawed my way back to that creativity because Mm. when you got it in you you got it in you do you know what I mean
0: yeah yeah I think for me um it was always something I did on my own and but my parents always knew the things I was doing so Mm. when I was producing they knew i got a keyboard as well one christmas mm-hmm. i said can i have a keyboard because i need it p- to produce i got the keyboard Oh yeah i remember when you got your keyboard um even when i started um djing i said to my mom and there's um a product that i need to buy for it um like for christmas was coming up i said i don't want anything but this is something i need to buy mm. got it for me both my parents know that i'm into djing
1: when the i'm bruv? an adult
0: hmm? when's the when's the party I it is on my to do list. I just need to take that leap and just book somewhere. So next, next little link up that I do, I th- I'm thinking bigger than that now. Like I think, like I actually book a venue because mm. I've done like things for my friends already. Mm-hmm. I know I can do that, but yeah. my whole plan. What sets? Because I've never actually heard you DJ. No, oh, really, no. Nah can do i can do most genres really what
1: what which one do you really enjoy doing most it
0: depends on the crowd mm-hmm. actually like um when i've done barbecues before mm i've had to kind of just play popular music yeah 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 if it's a mixed crowd then i'll go safe and like maybe do like a soulful house set Mm. because most people like a bit of soulful house and and you can we can always get down to some soulful house and but that's really easy to do because the bpm Mm. is the same for most of it yeah yeah Um, where you're gonna find it's a bit harder is uh maybe with like hip-hop's not even hard but so the hardest thing to to actually mix is reggae mm. because a lot of it was recorded live. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's a way to do it because mm. I taught myself how to do it. Mm-hmm. You just have to catch um, the beat at a certain time. Mm. Can't mix it in for too long like you can do with like hip hop songs. Yeah. There's a way to do it, but um, I have um, some of my old mixes on SoundCloud anyway. Mm. But I've been through since then, anyway. But I've got mixes, mm. and uh, yeah, I've got. We want to hear the live thing. I mean, like I've got <laughs> people can vouch that I can actually <laughs> DJ, anyway. Yeah, um, no, 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 I've I remember,
1: you showed me some of your some of your like slow jam mixes yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. and they've been vibey. Yeah. But it would just it would be nice to like see you understeered. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. It would be so
0: cool. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I am gonna do it. I'm just. Oh, I think the best way for me. Um, is to just book a book an event because I know mm-hmm. there are um, some yeah some events where they book up and coming DJs, mm-hmm. um so i might look at doing something yeah, like that just good. to get out of the way. Yeah, that'd be good. Because um I, I feel like it's not really <clears throat> a skill you lose once you know how to do it you just know. Yeah, for sure. You you can get a little bit rusty, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's about it. But, yeah,
1: that's how I feel like when it comes to like edit like editing things yeah, movies yeah, yeah. and stuff like that it's yeah. like if i haven't done it for a long time it takes me a while to get back into it but it just all all the shortcuts and stuff it all comes back and then yeah, i'm able yeah. to do it really quickly yeah so it's like once yeah once you learn something you know yeah. it you yeah. know yeah um, man no that would be so cool if you could actually just yeah get yeah be dj more and, yeah
0: i should do it but um i've i feel like i'm um, someone um. I've noticed that when I want to learn something, mm-hmm. I can learn it very quickly. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it's the consistency, because mm-hmm. um, creatively, I, anything, there's a lot though, of things really, isn't I've, it? I've taught myself how to do mm-hmm. because I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. Um. But yes, yeah, it's,
1: it's the consistency. That's consistency. With, yeah. That's with most things, really. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's pff, like, the gym. Yeah. Consistency. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know
1: what I mean? I find writing it... in
0: a journal. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. So That's what it true. comes
1: down to. It comes down to being consistent and just being disciplined.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ma'am. No, it's, it's interesting. But what, what I'm really happy about is that we had we had those hobbies when we were growing up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, because I just think nowadays with the young people, and I, I speak specifically to a lot of the young black men now, Mm. um and this is this is touching close to home with everything that's been happening recently i think it's so important for young people to have something to have a hobby or something that they they can just put their hands to Do you Mm. know what i mean because i think idle hands just really that's what that that's what gets them into things that they shouldn't be doing
0: yeah
1: um and puts them on the wrong path so like for example like i have um one of my cousins he does he does boxing and he's very passionate about that and i feel like if he didn't have his boxing who as a young black black man who knows where where he could be do you know what i mean but yeah. that's when he's not you know um at, sc- at at college or when he's not doing his part-time job and he's doing his boxing do you know what i mean yeah. it's just a way for him to like channel that that energy i just feel like it's so important for young people to have that because i what there's a saying about that there's an idle hand saying
0: how does it go um idle hands make the devil's work I that's think.
1: it that's it yeah and it's it's there's never been true word spoken
0: yeah
1: do you know what I mean so I'm really happy that kind of like growing up our parents like really encouraged hobbies and encouraged finding something
0: Mm.
1: outside of like school that you could that you could do do you know what I mean because it's so easy to get influenced by people you know I
0: mean I used to play out as a child but um I I don't know if it's that my parents... Because I'm, I'm talking about younger. I'm talking about like primary school times. Mm. Um, they didn't necessarily... Like, during school holidays encourage me to find a hobby. But one thing they did used to do is... Uh, especially in the summer, put me in play scheme. Mm. But even when I was playing out, there was always that element of... Um, I was always being watched. Mm. So it was very hard for me to get up to no good. And it's not because I didn't want to... Mm. I mean, there's a couple of things I did that my parents don't know about, but um, I always had that sense of authority on me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even allowed to, like, play off my road. Mm. because, And that meant that I knew at any moment one of my parents could look out the window. Yeah. So I think even just having that sense of your your child or you being a child, knowing that, You're being watched Mm. as well. But as soon as you... I guess, um... I mean, some parents can't always be there because they're working long hours. Mm. In my case, Mm. um... There was always someone at home because when my dad was working, he was working nights and my mum was working day in the day. Mm -hmm. I never was, um... Without a parent. Without a parent. So... That's
1: there. And I feel like that's a huge, huge part of it, man. Yeah.
0: Um
1: and yeah I think we've like we've been I don't want to say lucky because mm. you know you, you parents should they should be there but obviously the way things are set up not all families will be able to have that kind of nine to five jobs Some yeah. some f- single parent families you know they have to have five four or five jobs to make ends meet and so yeah. it means that there are times when they're not going to be at home because they need to go out and do work to put food on the table um and that's them obviously that's them looking after their family and putting a roof over their family's head but then it's like if you don't have your parent at home then it's easy for children to just run wild basically yeah because there's not that authoritative figure there all Mm. the time to tell you to help you kind of build up that moral compass yeah do you know what i mean um so yeah i don't know i think obviously with everything that's been kind of happening in the news lately um with knife crime and things like that I think it's just important for us to consider the factors yeah because when you see it on the news that they're not gonna they're not gonna say that do you know what I mean no one's no one's looking into how things are in the home or do you know what I mean it's just they're just going on like black boys are just going around killing each other
0: well they have a, They the thing is the government knows but as a member of the public they're not gonna be talking about mm. that but you know because I work in youth justice I like have that insider knowledge to know they are very aware of the home Mm. and the impact that the home has I think the real issue at hand is that we're so deep in it it's going to take decades to fix Mm. there is no overnight fix of this there's no overnight fix at all but they are aware of all the factors because they have to be Mm. they've done plenty of studies they've done plenty of research into all of this and the government knows but i I mean another thing is um the government's hand is always going to be tied by whoever's in power Mm -hmm. they could know for example that we need to reopen play schemes but if the conservatives are like not our priority right now it's it's hard to as the government i guess to um fight against that and that's one of the tricky things about if you really want to help your community mm. and if you're going to work for a government body yeah you have to pick your poison yeah it's true it's so true. Um, i always feel like if people are really serious about giving back to the community then you should volunteer mm. i think it's one of the best ways to it's do it it's
1: definitely one of the best things to do i used to volunteer a lot yeah but with working full-time and stuff it's hard yeah, to it's the hard time, but it's something that i really Need I feel like I need to do it now? Yeah, do you know what I mean. Yeah. um yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna say on the podcast what I've been going through, but I just feel like it's just the, the, it's just on my mind all the time. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I lost my younger cousin, um, to knife crime recently. Past, past few weeks. It's will be coming up to a month now. Most painful thing I've ever, ever, ever experienced. Um, and you never think it's gonna hit that close to home. Um, but now that it has, it's just like, all I'm thinking about is, okay, what could, what could I have done? Yeah. You know? And what can I do to make sure this doesn't happen again? Mm. Obviously it's going to happen again, but what, what, what can I, what can I physically do? And I feel like it, the, what I can do is, you know, volunteering and mentoring is yeah. something I probably need I to think get back one into. that's the best
0: things to do. I started looking at doing that because I'm um, recently... I've just been kind of feeling like I I want to be more on a um face fronting 100%. Role. I don't, yeah. at the moment I'm very much in the background but I just I don't feel like um youth crime is necessarily the main um you know thing on the government's agenda at mm. the moment especially with Brexit and all mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, well. Like I'm sure, what's even
1: happening yeah. with that? I couldn't tell. I couldn't even tell you what's going on with that, with that rubbish. Yeah. Like I'm, I don't. What's the
0: date again? Hmm? The, the... date of Brexit. Yeah. No idea. I, I don't swear. even care. <laughs> I'm not. I'm I stopped caring a long time I don't ago. care. I'm just living my life. Yeah. Exactly. So you know what I mean. The reason I don't care. Couldn't tell you Because right, whether we left or whether we stay, the world is gonna keep on turning, and you mm. still have to live your life regardless. This is it. This is it. Right, the world's not going to end just if we if we leave the EU. Mm. We'll all find a way. It might be hard but you know what, we're never going to know because mm. we can't visualise what would have happened if we stayed. We can only speculate and yeah. as they say, the grass always seems greener on the other side but mm-hmm. we'll survive. You know, people have lived through world wars and still managed to reproduce. That's why some <laughs> of us are here. So, boy, you know...
1: I couldn't tell you the I could not tell you the first thing that's going on with that Brexit that yeah. Brexit business, but anyway, we digress. You were yeah. saying,
0: um, yeah, I feel like um, it's a, very much in the background, and I want to be more active. So I mm-hmm. have I um, literally this week was actually looking online, yeah, see what I could do, yeah, man. that would um fit in with my work schedule as well. Yeah, and what did you do? Did you find anything? I did. I just need to apply. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I did look at tutoring maths for disadvantaged mm-hmm. children as well. Because um, out of maths and English, even though I did well in both, mm-hmm. I think I will just I would find it easier to teach maths because I've tutored maths before. Yeah, Maths is very black and white. Yeah. English, mm, I mean, it's not as black and white. Yeah. Which is why I, I don't really want to have someone's grade in my hand like that for yeah. English. I've looked at that I looked at mentoring as well yeah so it was this um can't remember what um charity it is but you would be a mentor to a child between I think the ages of 10 to 14 okay and so they're formative years yeah basically yeah you and you can you could go to the park with them chill with them you know whatever you feel yeah yeah and I think it will last for about a year so i was looking at like that yeah
1: i feel like i I need to now, now this has happened i need to do something i think obviously i work with children on like a day-to-day basis as well mm. work with um wide range of range of ages um between like four and fourteen so i'm i know that in the work that i'm doing i am constantly impacting young lives mm. um but i don't know i just feel like i need to do it on like a more personal level yeah. That's more than just, you know, supporting them in their, their maths and their English. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I wanna be able to inspire in a different way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I gotta see what I can do, man.
0: Yeah. I've got to see
1: what I can do. I don't know. I don't know if I I've always had an idea of kind of writing like my own little schools program and like going around to schools and like doing assemblies and things like that. I don't know Mm. what that might look like, but I might have to start like penning some ideas. Yeah. And kind of like just shopping around at different schools. I've got some links with like head teachers and stuff as well. Yeah. In like the Lewisham area.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of these kids, the thing that they're lacking is consistency. Mm. So they need people in their life who when they say they're going to be there, they're actually going to be be there. there. They don't want people coming in and out of their life. So, you know, like, just go in to see them once. Mm. They're not going to trust you. Yeah. They constantly see your it's face. True. Then it's they true. will know, okay, this person's for real. Maybe they have my back. Because a lot of them don't have consistency in, from Boy. their family members, let alone Boy. a complete stranger. So you know, <laughs> it's like there's so if many things going on. That's why sometimes when speak. um I hear these public figures talking about how to fix this problem... I just think, well, if what you were saying was true, why is it not fixed? Mm, yeah. We just all need to accept that this is not an overnight thing. And it's, it's got not. to this stage because it's been building up over time. It's been building up over time yeah. and
1: people have not been caring. Yeah. Over time as well. And they continue not to. Yeah. So boy, we just gotta think about what we can do. Yeah. In our communities, you yeah. know. So there's yeah, there's 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 thinking that I need to do some thinking. I need to do some need to do something. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm feeling I'm really feeling it in my spirit now with everything that's happened. Feeling it in my spirit so bad.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, like, yeah. it's just like what like what can what can I do?
0: Yeah, I know I'm just one. I'm just one little person. But one person but impacting yeah. one person is a difference. Yeah. So like. If if one person thought about just impacting one person, then there's twenty people. That's twenty people's life, mm, yeah, you know, and so forth. Yeah, man. Just I think if we, if we think small, then we can go big. You mm-hmm. think too big. Sometimes when the dream is too big, that's mm. when it fails.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's true. Think small, then just see where it goes build from up, there. Build on it. Yeah, you know, like um, yeah
0: i At work, I watched this documentary i I don't know if it's actually gonna show on t v mm. called the second Chance, but it was based in the adult estate okay, and it's about um giving jobs to offenders, so one of the companies said that how they started out was let's just employ one ex offender mm. then ten then fifty, and now they've made it ten percent yeah now they they had that right idea of right, let's trial it. And see how it goes. If they had probably tried to do the ten percent from the beginning, mm. who knows if yeah, it would have worked?
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. We got to do what we can, essentially. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you know, when you just like, I just need to do more, fam. I can't just be out mm. here just going to work and then coming home. Yeah. And meanwhile, there's 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 children and young people that really need guidance and they need people to show up for them.
0: Yeah. You know so, I, mean. yeah, I have um, a story A personal story that kind of relates To mm. to knife crime And I don't actually mind saying it on here mm. So it was even a point in my life As a girl And I, did, I didn't grow up on a rough estate mm. and, and even though my area Maybe back growing up was considered rough For the most part mm. I felt pretty safe But at one point I considered carrying a knife mm. Now The reason for that is because um, When I was about 15 um, some girls, a group of girls, uh, attempted to rob me and my friend. Mm. And um, after that, you know, I kind of just had this mentality of, well, no one's ever gonna do that to me again. Yeah. Now I would probably probably have been the last person anyone would have thought would mm-hmm. think that, but I thought it. Yeah. Which is why, when people are like, "Well, why are people carrying knives?" Mm. I can I can understand why. Yeah. Because you know, up until that point. I was a very prideful person mm-hmm. and and felt very, quite established in my area to the sense mm-hmm. that this is where I've grown up. Mm-hmm. This is where I am. I know how it works. The last thing I ever expected was anyone to try and do that to yeah. me. So instantly, my whole thing is, well, if anyone tries that again...
1: It's not going to fly. It's not
0: going to work. Yeah. I didn't end up carrying a knife because I guess the sensible part of me mm-hmm. kicked in because I started thinking, oh, what if someone finds it on me? Mm-hmm. Rotate all of that but it still entered it still, my mind yeah yeah and it was in my mind for a good couple of days yeah definitely so you know and then
1: that, as, as a girl and that's as a girl so, yeah and that only so, happened
0: to me once if that had happened to me multiple times though yeah i guarantee you i would have probably done it
1: yeah i hear you i hear you and that's us that's that's us as well it's you as a young girl thinking that's the first thing to think to protect yourself can't even imagine how it is for these these young boys hmm. Do you know what I mean? Just, it's a lot. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's it's. I think when it hits, when it hits home, and it, and it, and it happens so close to home, so you just don't think, you just don't think that's gonna happen, in it. Mm. You just, you see the stories, and you're just like, you you're upset about it because it's like, so like back lives are just going. Mm. And then when it happens to your to your own, I I never thought that I never thought that I would ever have to go through that. Yeah. So um, it's just really got me got me thinking. It's just like. I don't want his um, his life to be in vain. Yeah, you know. So I I, I just feel like it's so important for me to, to do something, um, to just continue his legacy and just just support to support other young black men. Yeah. Um. Just so that if we can stop that kind of if I can do something to help to to stop them from going down that, that path where it's gonna end with with their lives being taken, mm. then I need to do I need to do something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I know how it feels but to I... lose someone so close mm. in that way.
0: But the <clears throat> another issue is a lot of these guys they need they need therapy. Mm. So there's that aspect of it as well where they might you might want to help them, but whatever it is they're going through is so deep mm. that they need to seek professional help, mm-hmm. and it's a shame that it even has to get to that. But a lot of them are suffering from um, traumas. Yeah, definitely. One hundred percent. Serious traumas. One hundred percent. You know. One hundred percent. To it, it will be hard to even reach out to them because they haven't got any empathy. Mm. Don't even know how to describe the feelings that they're feeling. Yeah. For you to even get to that point, but we still have to try. But there's just so, so many things going so, on, and I've so many spoken and... to young people who are yeah. incarcerated, and with some of them i can see that they just they like they get offended if someone laughs at them like someone laughs at them well why are you laughing at me yeah do you know yeah like they haven't even got to that stage yet where someone can laugh at them and they just laugh back Mm -hmm. so you know there's just so many things going on a lot of them can't hardly read um suffering from things like adhd Mm bipolar all sorts of things and Mm. these are teenagers these are teen children they're actual children children, yeah and
1: uh, as a child how are you to know that kind of what you're going through is something that you even need to seek therapy and Mm. support for yeah do you know what i mean that's why they they need that they need that kind of guiding light they need that guidance because Mm. as a child how can you make that call for yourself yeah do you know what I mean? Can imagine me? Obviously, I've I've been through therapy and stuff. Obviously, any traumas that I've had are not traumas that a lot of these young black men are are going through. Hmm. Um, but as as a fourteen year old, how could I ever make the choice to be like I feel down? I need therapy.
0: Hmm.
1: Do you know what I mean?
0: Right, well, yeah, it's a different ballgame, because um I've watched um quite a few documentaries on like gang life, but from mm. when we were teenagers as well, and um. One thing that I've heard quite a few of them say is that the kids nowadays are just um, a different in a different type of ballpark because mm. they don't even have respect for their elders. Um, whereas back in the day, they kind of did. You knew not to cross a certain level,
1: yeah. you'd be shook.
0: Yeah. It's true And I don't know if that's because Back then there was You were doing wrong But there was still more of A sense of a village or mm. in Nowadays I don't really get that sense of Yeah A village It's true I feel like everyone is just Out for themselves mm. like, So I don't know if It's that aspect as well There's so many different
1: Different things There's so many different factors mm. that, that lead to this You know Yeah But it's just like what do we do yeah what do we do it's a difficult one isn't it yeah definitely it's a difficult one but what we can try and do is just do do what you feel is right for you in terms of supporting and helping
0: yeah definitely
1: that's it that's all we can do essentially yeah um but yeah I think the the, the kind of wrap-up episode's taken a little bit of a porting turn at the mm. minute hasn't it so mm. <laughs> Let's kind of build, let's build the vibe back up. All right. Let's build the vibe back up. So we've talked about, like, childhood regrets and things. So, like, things that we feel that we should have continued doing that we
0: didn't. Yeah.
1: Um, one thing I didn't mention is athletics.
0: Oh, yeah, Because yeah.
1: we used to do athletics in secondary school, innit?
0: Yeah, I used to do it in year seven. I was doing, before I had any friends. I was doing it, yeah, from, I was doing it before, yeah. like, from, like, primary school no, as yeah. well. I started in year seven and mm. I was meant to represent uh, the uh, sevens for long jump. Mm. I never went because I wanted to go home with my friends. <laughs> but that was like a um, a lesson learned for me that Stop. you can have friends and still like be your best self. Yeah, but back then, but I was only you just wanted 12, to do up like, jamming. Yeah, but like I regret it now because it didn't really. It didn't really get me anywhere. Like, I have my friendships still, yeah. but I'm sure I still could have had those friendships yeah. and just been like, no, nah, Tuesday I have to go to Athletics Club. And yeah. Do you want to come? But I, I didn't do, do that. I wanted to go home as well. But the thing yeah. is, I lived
1: far as well. So yeah. for me, Athletics Club just seemed long because it's just like I already had to get that 185 mm. all the way to Catford yeah. or Victoria. <laughs> yeah. So on a normal day, I would get home at like after five. Yeah. no So way. imagine to now do up Athletics Club. Yeah.
0: No, Do you know I, what I mean, but I should have
1: done it. I should have done it.
0: I was a regular goer until I decided that I'd rather go home with my friends. <laughs> but the thing is, is like they, I would be like, I've got athletics club today, and they're like, mm. well, no, come home with us and silly me just would go no but remember I didn't stand we, my ground we
1: didn't we didn't do athletics club but we still used to bang hard in PE though because remember we were chosen to go on that trip cause because of our I had outstanding
0: for it our outstanding performance yeah. in PE <laughs> it was me and you yeah I, that's the thing though is that I, that's why I should have yeah. actually pursued it I because should have as well I naturally had the talent yeah um I just I just needed to refine it but it is what it is now I'm too old but you know what? I'm not in bad shape anyway. So. No, nah, you're
1: not in bad shape. I hope I'm not either.
0: No, you're not. <laughs> not good. I
1: probably can't run as fast as I used to though.
0: Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. I was nah, a sprinter can't. boy, but. Yeah.
1: I don't even know how fast I can run now. I might, I might go to the park one day and
0: just race to knock out one
1: hundred meters and see how quickly I can mm. do it.
0: No, I'm not. I know I can run at a decent speed because yeah. I used to do um, advanced circuits at my gym. Yeah. And we had to do suicides, and mm. I could run faster yeah. than most. I think majority of the girls, yeah, if not all. And even if the guys were faster than me, yeah. I'm still giving them a run for yeah, their money. I, I'm definitely not, I'm not I'm not fast like I was when I was younger, but so you, I know yeah. I'm not slow. You still got the speed. Yeah. I'm sure I still got the speed yeah. as
1: well. I'm sure I still got the speed, but that's definitely something that yeah. I wish that I had continued because who knows where I could have been right now? No. Do you know what I mean? No, we
0: would be reaching our. We um, could have been doing our Olympics retirement now. Oh, no, it's true. <laughs> so, we would have got our golds. Yeah, got our golds and we would have got our golds and we actually just be doing up chilling now. Yeah. But if I have any kids that are athletic, I'm going to um definitely... When I say push it, I don't mean be like... What's them? What's that? Them mothers that are like... I can't remember the term for it. Like you know? those dance moms. Yeah. <laughs> but I will... But with athletics. Yeah. But I'll let them do it as like an extra curriculum. Oh, yeah. I'm going
1: to be putting my children in to do yeah. whatever things that they want to do. They're going to be doing it. They're yeah. going to be doing our ballet... <laughs> I'm gonna listen. I Have little black girls doing ballet, love it. I'm gonna be they're gonna be doing doing in drama. <laughs> they're gonna be doing all yeah. the activities. They're gonna have an activity to do all the time, yeah, and then yeah. they'll have some rest days as well. But yeah, it's gonna be one of them days. ones where they have okay. Mondays I have ballet. <laughs> Tuesdays rest day. Wednesdays swimming. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'm definitely they're gonna do it all, man. Yeah. I definitely want them to have a talent that they nurture Mm. that can just be something on the side.
1: And then if they want to be in the centre in the future, then it can be in the centre in the future as well. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm rejecting this whole on the side thing.
0: No, I mean like if they're good and they're like, This is what I wanna do as a career, I'll support it. But I mean as in, as they're going to school, have something on the side mm. that they're doing, and then they can make the decision when mm. they're older.
1: I don't know. I just feel like the term "on the side" it just well, it just gives me anxiety because no, that's always what I used to hear.
0: No, you I, do it on the side. I'm saying on the side. You know what I mean, isn't it. I know what you mean, but I literally mean it. As in, you can just do it on the side. They're not gonna like miss school,
1: yeah, yeah for yeah.
0: for it. But if they get Unless they like, have an
1: audition to be in some movie, then Yeah.
0: But, but you know what? The way schools will uh fine you for stuff like that, it's a bit a bit stressful. I don't even have kids yet, but that the idea of that just stresses oh, no, me. out you have to you
1: have to like get authorized. Yeah. It's but if your child is like a it's like a child, um, you know, they're gonna be in some sort of episode or something. They need to do <laughs> filming for <before. laughs> yeah. they could have to be in
0: it. Nah, it's true, it's true. <laughs>
1: yeah no my kids are definitely going to be doing our activities man it's so Mm. important to just expose them to to different things so that it just small strings to their bow essentially do you know what i mean i think it's so really important i mean all i was doing in school i mean we we, we weren't going to athletics club were we we were just just going we were going to school and going home all i cared about was b2k
0: yeah nah four year seven i was going athletics club at least for the first term I think it was like the second term It's not good enough and It's my fault I can't even blame anyone I should have just been like a I think I, at, least you went, at least you went for the first term I think I went to
1: Athletics Club maybe like two or
0: three times and No, then that was it. I, I used to go quite regularly Because I, I didn't have any friends At first not so, in, What about me? I didn't have we any were... strong friends That's why. I, well, what do you mean strong friends? I'm talking about the beginning of year 7 We were strong friends no, Major, we would have had to have grown the friendship, <laughs> and in the first term, it would the bud would have been there, but it wouldn't have been a flower. Not in the first Who term. Who was? Were
1: we, okay. Oh right. I didn't old have Don, any old friends. on. Don.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, to be fair, you're telling the truth because <laughs> if we were pen pals over yeah. the summer, yeah. Um, but. I don't think, we, we were friends, yeah. but we were actually friends with other people, weren't we? We didn't come together straight away. No, exactly. Who are you friends with again? You know who. <laughs> I don't know, I can't remember. Just say the
0: initial. S. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't make me laugh, I'm dead. No, because I couldn't remember if it was you or Chloe. Who was friends with that us. That was S, Yeah it was me she was really <laughs> manipulative you know she was horrible Dude, I must have told you about the do you remember you who mine time. was um I swear it was C our friend Chloe
1: no it wasn't Chloe wasn't uh, <laughs> me and Chloe were close from from early but it wasn't actually Chloe to begin with it was A A A what's the
0: next A W oh really yeah oh, yeah 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 now you've said and it That lasted for maybe like a couple of months maybe now you've said it i remember we were always together i vaguely remember yeah. that but if you hadn't said it i would have forgotten yeah hmm. so who was
1: chloe with <laughs> do
0: you know how much this is swear cracking me up? she was with you chloe has
1: to watch she has to listen to this episode because you're gonna crack
0: no up. i'm sure <laughs> I'm sure she was with you. Was she not? I can't remember. You know. I don't know who
1: she was with. I ain't got the faintness. It's too long ago now. We started second secondary school in 2002.
0: What is yeah, that? Was, 17 years ago. Yeah, it's a very long time ago. Jesus. Um. But yeah, but that that we'll talk about. Um. Actually, I do have a story about BTK. So you know, like the first oh, time me and you babies. ever talked in year seven, right? Mm-hmm. I thought I'd messed up. Because I found you in the playground and I was like, Oh, you're Lydia, right? Yeah. He said yeah and then you asked me if I knew B2K what I liked fo- them. Was that my follow up question? Yeah, and obviously like I knew who they were, but I wasn't a massive fan <laughs> of them and the conversation just died from there. <laughs> And you know that was a really hard day for me Because obviously it was our first day So I was Wait thinking... are, you, are you telling me that you asked
1: me Are you Lydia and then I responded I
0: swear sorry, i was sorry you swear. said are you Lydia I'm like yeah do you know B2K I swear that's the first thing nah, you asked me I don't oh, no, believe okay. it <laughs> After establishing that I wasn't um, Nicole I asked you You asked me about B2K I, I felt like I didn't give you the right answer The conversation just died because I, I remember exactly <laughs> we, we were in the cafeteria weren't we? No we were near the cafeteria Near like, the outside. cafeteria Oh yeah so, That yeah, was yeah, in yeah. the first break And then So then what? So what was the follow up after that then? So that the... was it The conversation died So
1: what? The conversation died And I walked away
0: You may have With A I don't even remember who else was there You may have And then I was just lonely. No, no, you breaking my heart. Friends. Stop it! You know I cried on my first day of year seven. <gasps> no, Nicole, stop! But this isn't like me pulling the heartstrings. I cried on my first day of university yeah. as well. So like it's just a theme with me. Oh yeah, I wanted to come home on my first day of um, university. But yeah, I cried in the Mom well, and Dad were worried thinking I was gonna drop out. Oh really?
1: Yeah, I just didn't like it. It was <laughs> such a culture shock for me.
0: No, nah, I just um was very overwhelmed by that feeling of feeling alone. Mm. But in the so seven, sorry, hmm? so sorry that I cried. No, that I just <laughs> made the conversation die like. that But well, we were eleven years old. Like we didn't, we hadn't developed those skills yet. For me to be like, no, I don't know V two K. But who do you they? know this person? I know. Or what? who so are they? What did you say? You just said no. Yeah, I didn't know what else to say. I was only a baby. <laughs> <laughs> the conversation just I died. Beg, stop. You're actually and then, me. when it was lunchtime, I couldn't find anyone in our form, mm. and I was gonna go to the library and just yeah. like hide out there. <laughs> um, but where I thought the library was 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 where the upstairs cafeteria was. So I went up and then I saw tables. Like this isn't where the library is. Yeah. And I didn't know how to yeah, find it. Yeah, because the it. school was so big to us, yeah, wasn't it? It was massive. And then I was walking around and then I bumped into i i n from r form okay and i love that we're just using their initials
1: <laughs> I, I n
0: and, and i don't know if you'll know E E-R. E-R wasn't in our form er
1: yeah is
0: she was that, quite big i don't think you're gonna know who i'm talking is about is er
1: their initials first and second name or beginning? no
0: her initials was ep but her first name was er I don't think you're going to... She wasn't in our what form. What form was she in? I don't actually remember. <laughs> but she was a big girl. really big girl. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, them two were together. Mm. And... I don't... I think they must have said, are you going to lunch? Mm. So, I lined up with them. But I was all, I was really emotional anyway because yeah. the school was massive... I'd already messed up our conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was a hot day. So, I got my. You actually made me spit out my water. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it really played on my mind. Oh, bless you. Because I felt like that was my one shot and that was it. I weren't getting it back. Stop it. So, I, I remember I got chips. Hmm because I'd lost my appetite because obviously I was very o- it was an overwhelmed emotional day, yeah. and then I was eating my chips with them and then I just started crying and oh. then they were like are you okay what's wrong and I I didn't have the language back then to be yeah. like I feel overwhelmed I'm overwhelmed yeah I just said I don't know and then oh. one of them got me tissues oh well that's nice of them isn't yeah. it well, they looked after you that day. They looked after me. It's more than... Oh, I can't
1: say so much for myself, can I? <laughs> I just asked you if you knew B2K and left. <laughs> but I feel like that was actually a crucial piece of information to know. Well, that... Because I know you did your research after that to find out, and find out who B2K was.
0: I'd seen them on Nickelodeon, mm. but I hadn't really... I didn't do my research after that. I just...
1: Mm. Well, you just waited because by that time we, were, we 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 became friends, and then I just used to bring in the magazines, didn't I?
0: I don't know at what point we became friends in year seven, but I know we became friends in year seven. Yeah, we did. But I don't know like, like what brought us together. Half maybe
1: halfway into the year, we started to get closer. Yeah, maybe. I I can't remember where it started when it started. To I think honest.
0: we all used to hang out together in groups anyway, and mm-hmm. it probably started from there. Yeah, yeah. But
1: I think, you know, asking about B2K is an important one because B2K plays an important role mm. in, a, in, in, you know, black teenagers' lives, mm. black girls growing up. Yeah. You know what <clears throat> I mean? I think they were I... my
0: first loves. No, I don't. My first love was All Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, Willard.
1: No, but we're talking about proper, like, know, secondary school times. Obviously, I, I, was, know, on yeah. I was on B2K.
0: You loved Bow Wow. wow. I, yeah. loved
1: ba- I loved them all. I wasn't on B2K the way I was on Bow I was American Boy Crazy. Mm. B2K, no. Bow Wow, Mario, I loved as well. Oh yeah. Mario was cute. And he and he could actually sing. Yeah, yeah, he could. Do you know what I mean? B2K yeah. were just I mean, I love B2K, but pff, Amarion wasn't made that band, didn't he?
0: Mm,
1: he did. He's the most talented. He he made B2K. Without Amarion, there'd be no B2K. Yeah. But I loved B2K and I remember Go, I went to the one show that they did in London. I was there. Oh yeah. Me, my sister, Niana, um, and our cousin. We went. Um the thing got shut down though because the girls were acting too crazy. It was at Sound in Leicester Square.
0: Oh, okay. And it started at like
1: six or seven. Hmm. And we were guess what time we got there to queue? Three. Four. 12
0: (laughs) you were there for
1: seven hours yes because we wanted to get as close as possible but the thing is everyone else had the same idea because we got there and we weren't first in the line oh wow Listen, it,
0: it was serious. <laughs> it was, it, it was serious.
1: But I think I was lucky because obviously I had I had my older sister, so it means that I could do these things because mm. yeah, I was yeah. twelve when they when they came over to do that concert, and so Rihanna yeah. would have been sixteen. Okay, yeah, yeah. So would I think having an older sister really helps because yeah. without her, do you, my parents N- nah. would not be letting me to go nah. to no lesser square. Yeah. to see b2k yeah. so having liana really really helped <laughs> yeah really exposed me to some things that you know you wouldn't <laughs> I'm have grateful been for. <laughs> yeah yeah do you know what i mean so yeah that was uh that that was that was funny man mm. but yeah we got into the venue and it was just so crazy like girls were pushing they mm. they didn't even perform one song they really? had to shut it down oh they started performing i think it was aha uh-huh. yeah they started to perform first and they didn't perform one song they had to shut it down
0: who shut it down the venue the venue so it was a security B2K.
1: it was a b2k no no it was the security the security were just like no we've got to shut this down because girls were pushing people were getting crushed at the front oh, okay one of liana's friends she got bloody well wheeled away in an ambulance didn't she? <laughs> she fainted she got like trampled on and stuff
0: whoa no wonder. it was crazy
1: it was crazy
0: no wonder
1: they so had to shut it that's down that's the wow. that's the time they made the good decision yeah the people were getting trampled man so wow. that's the um that's the time. The story of the time that I almost saw B2K perform. Oh my! <laughs> I've never had the opportunity to see them again. Ah. Oh. That's why I'm just like you know they did this Millennium tour and I know, yeah. if, I know if my you friend flown I know if to my America. friend Mike is listening he's gonna be cussing me right now. Yeah, you should have flown to America. That <laughs> would have been a
0: nice trip as well. It would
1: have been, man. It would have been. But then I need a do-over. I need a do-over, man. Hmm. Because I loved B2K so much, they were so they made they were such a huge part of like growing up for me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I know you probably feel the same way about Bow Wow. Remember I met Bow Wow?
0: Yeah, I do remember. (laughs) But I also felt the same way about Ludacris. Mm. Oh yeah, you Uh, said love Luda. Yeah, I had like older man crushes. If I'm being (laughs) honest, I've always seemed to have like taken to older Mm. men. Because even like though I liked Bow Wow, he had that baby look. He had he. that, yeah. But I still liked him.
1: Yeah, I think my love for Bow Wow started to grow. Unleashed album.
0: Yeah. Yeah, same. When he glowed up. <laughs> when he glowed up. I didn't care about him. Do you remember when, when he cut off up? the hair? Yeah, yeah, I do. Wow, he was fire. Have you been yeah. looking at him now? Wow, no. No, no. Absolutely yeah.
1: not. But when he was 16, 17, <clears throat> he cut that hair mm. off and he got that.
0: Got that level one fade, Mm. mate. Like when Mario cut his hair as well. Same thing because I wasn't really on Mario until he cut his hair. When he cut his hair, then I was that second album, yeah. Turning Point, yeah, was a turning point. The one with like
1: Turning Point was an absolute turning point. The White Blazer, blazer. yeah, yeah. And he had what songs were on there? Let Me Love You, Let Me Love You, yeah. Um,
0: not sure what else was on there, who else was there? we had b2k we had bow wow we had mario just trying to think he was on my wall
1: he was on my wall those are those, those they took up the main space on my wall mm.
0: mm-hmm. i mean i did have some b2k posters but i had a shrine wall to bow wow that was <laughs> more dedicated to Bow Wow. stop it my shrine was to um <clears throat> marion
1: he was my favourite in B2K. <laughs> oh yeah. But the thing is I kinda of went I kinda of went through all of them. Because at first when they first came out I loved Little Fizz but that mm. was short lived. Yeah. And then I loved Jay Berg for mm. a short while. Yeah. And then it was a Marion for me. Yeah. Because I just realised he was the talent of the group. Yeah,
0: it definitely was the talent. <clears throat> Even and now. And st- he's still fire.
1: He's yeah, short. Because but...
0: have you seen this whole thing with Little Fizz and April? How they Are they together? Apparently. I think Little Fizz is a hater. Oh, hate Little Fizz. He's just, he's just clawing on for fame, isn't he? Yeah. And the Marion's not commented on once, yeah. and it's good. He's yeah, just living he's, his he's life. He's bigger and
1: better than that, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bigger and better than that. So Little Fizz and April Jones are actually together? Apparently,
0: yeah. Oh, please. He keeps denying it, but apparently
1: they are. I know, I've seen the pictures. Yeah. I've seen, like, pictures and things like that, so anyway, good luck to them. Mm-hmm. Good luck to them, but that was a moment in time, man. And mm. I remember my DT folder. Oh yeah, yeah, was <clears throat> decorated with B two K, Chris Brown, because I think oh, you loved. Chris I Brown. loved Chris Brown. Yeah,
0: <sighs> Chris Gosh. Brown's not so cute anymore. He's though. not so
1: cute. It's not really one that I like to admit anymore. Yeah. But you know, if I'm if I'm talking about how how it was when we were younger, if we're talking about my kind of world growing up. Mm. Chris Brown was bloody well in it, wasn't he? <laughs> he was in it, but. After 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 what happened with Riri, I had to had to let him go. Mm. Had to yeah. let him go because Riri's my babe, isn't she? She's my boo. So, <laughs> gotta, gotta stay loyal to her. Do you mm. know what I mean? But <clears throat> there was a time when I loved Chris Brown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, BTK were my first loves, man mm. They were my first loves, and I just think to yeah, my teenage years wouldn't have been anything without them. Mm. And that's
0: yeah. that's on life. <laughs> that's on life. Oh, thinking, thinking of crushes. I um, I well, I think most people had a crush on. Just going back to the UK scene, on like Romeo. Um, a couple, so solid. Yeah, from oh, he so was Buff man. And um, I've got a Snapchat of me a couple, maybe last year or the year before, me on stage with Romeo being a backup dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> you kept this quiet because <laughs> you know i don't have Snapchat. <laughs>
0: i've got the clips i beg a you to show or... me that
1: after it... if
0: i scream stop <laughs> no yes members are so solid they performed what at was this he club in what Ripston. was he performing for you to be doing a backup dance i think he's verse in 21 seconds and what dance was... could you possibly be doing just i was just skanking <laughs> out you know like it wasn't it was me and my friend there was a group of us there was about four of us that all went out and then when it was time for So Solid to perform... If I scream, I'm dead. No. I could see um, people getting on the <coughs> stage. So I jumped on the stage. I looked back, my friends were there. So I jumped off. I was like, quick, let's get on stage before they... Who did you go with? Sasha, Shemaine, Sharifa. I don't think Habiba was there, actually. No, where was I, please? I don't know. Missed that? I don't know where you were. That was a funny night, though and then so me and Sasha got on stage mm. and uh, yeah I because obviously when you're on stage you need to make sure your dancing's on point how does his verse start again check
1: check out the bass line oh got, yeah <laughs> check out the bass yeah I got 21 seconds to chat this line in time first of all I want to pick up the lady looking slender and fine mm, mine <laughs> <laughs> don't give me no deadline give me some more time give me 29 (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to do good
0: impressions (laughs) um but yeah he probably performed other stuff it was a blur because i remember i was drunk do you remember um he had that tune with christina milian i do um it's all gravy yeah and um romeo done yeah i remember romeo i liked that song yeah romeo
1: done Romeo oh, is the type guy yeah, that you want to be with. Romeo is the type of guy that you want to be with. Romeo is the guy that you want to with. Romeo is the
0: type of guy that you want to get deep
1: with. Get deep with. Get deep with. Then he knows
0: get deep with. Let me flip this verse. That hey, was a yeah. banger. Yeah, no. But yeah, I am. Um...
1: No, that's hilarious. You actually kept that story from me. <laughs> Maybe I told you Maybe I don't know at if you... the
0: time you... I know
1: that Actually I remember you saying That you went to see Like mm. So Solid to Perform in recent yeah. years Yeah But you did not tell me About the getting on stage Yeah man And skanking behind
0: Maybe because you knew I would laugh Nah I was <laughs> proud of that moment man I feel like I did Myself justice Like Stop it That is I, hilarious I was a decent Backup dancer That is absolutely hilarious You know I pulled Big up out, So Solid man I pulled out All the funky house views As you did. Them The one The pivot one
1: Yeah, yeah hey.
0: Ey, yeah. ey. i had to you know because obviously there's people who didn't make it on stage because mm. i uh, security kicked them off or they didn't want me. <laughs> so i had to make sure i showed out because i didn't know so who was dead end romeo all i remember is romeo there was that's probably others about, there isn't it? Hmm? that's all you cared about that's all i cared about maybe i think um scat d might Did they do envy there. i don't remember I'm going to have to check uh, my videos. If, if Miss
1: Dynamite wasn't there, then they probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. <sighs> Banger. Nah, oh, so solid, you know. Mm. <sighs> Legends. Yeah. Legends. Iconic, man. This is yeah. such... What a time. What a time. Yeah. I would I would love to just relive that time, man, but be old enough to actually be in the raves. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what that I mean? Really skanking are so solid because... Yeah. Pff, listen.
0: It's a lot. Mm. It's but, a lot. I'm glad, like... I was old enough to rave during the Funky House era because that was a mm. good era. That was a fantastic era. Yeah. Really. That made our uni experience, man. Yeah, definitely. All over. Yeah. All over. What yeah. would uni be without Funky House? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, even though we missed the garage era, we we were there for the Funky yeah, House era. Yeah, it's true. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful
1: for that, definitely. Yeah. I'm grateful for that, man. Mm. The, the uni goers now, what are they skanking out to? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't feel like their experience is like our experience. No, I think, I think our kind of generation was the last to have that real kind of, Yeah. Real special UK kind of scene. Hmm. I agree. Do you know what I mean? Enough for us to actually go out and rave to it. Yeah. Because now when we go to the clubs and we hear fucking house, you just feel like a veteran. Do you know what I mean? You know when you start, you start, I feel like big woman when I hear them tunes in the rave now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a good time. It's a good time. Anyway, Nick, should we wrap up there? Yeah. 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 Um, guys, we've actually come to the end of the first season of 90s Kind of World. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, thank you for rocking with us for the whole season. We've really enjoyed recording it um, and we're starting to plan season two now. So um, look out for that. Hopefully it will be with you in the next kind of few months. Um, but yes, until then, follow us on our Instagram and Twitter. So Instagram, 90s kind of world all one word twitter at 90s kind of world underscore and let's keep the conversation going man um but until season two this has been lids this has been
0: bye